All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, April 19th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and joined by my man there, Big Marcel. What's going on, big guy? How are you? Hey, what's up, man? All good. Um, I'm a busy weekend, so... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, new <laughs> week. New, new, uh, even busier, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was a busy weekend, especially for me. I mean, I, I wrote so much this weekend, guys. Like, my hands are just sore. But it doesn't end, you know? Um, but, you know, I'll be honest. Like, most of it was about the Paul Asprey fight because that's what, that's what people are reading about. I know you hate it the most, though. Like, I get it, right? Like, we got – okay, let's start with this. Right? I sent the tweet out for the podcast, and Marcel was shitting on the Asprey-Paul fight. I sent the tweet. I didn't see your tweets, by the way. I just said – I was at the doctor's <laughs> office. I was at the doctor's, and I was like, okay, let me write this tweet out right now. And Mar- it's like, okay, we're going to discuss Asprey-Paul. Marcel's like, yeah, I ain't retweeting this. <laughs> so, <laughs> couldn't do that, man. No, I understand. I like, understand. I have to make a joke, man. What you said, man. You said you are, your hands are sore from uh, from typing. It's like five years ago, your hands are sore from different stuff. But that's of course, <laughs> that's not too big. Marcel, so let me ask you. Okay, so I know you. I know you yeah. think it's a joke and everything, but did you watch it? No, man. I only saw the highlights. Oh man. Okay. 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 No, I, 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 I mean, if I have to choose between UFC and Thriller Fight Night or whatever it was, I'm using UFC anyway, man. So, yeah, and it's you, you got to understand, man. It's it's like five a.m., six a.m. in the morning for me. I don't want to go like two screens and, and that kind of stuff. And I just want to lay back in my chair and, and watch some fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's, kind of, it's kind of different. So listen, if it was at seven p.m. over your eight p.m. I might have done it, you know, but yeah, yeah. Okay, so I had the I had UFC on the TV, and then I had um, the laptop. I got a free code for the event, so someone gave me the free a free pay per view, which was awesome. And uh, I did watch it, but I was watching more UFC. It was more focused on UFC, especially because of the first like two hours of it was just music, right? It wasn't even fighting; it was just all musical acts, which was cool because you know, like Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Black Keys. There was some good know. music. There was some good music, man. Honestly, but. There was a lot of garbage in it too. It was just honestly a really below average production, in my opinion. Uh, like the production values were good, but it just like the stuff that was going on was very like low value. As far as the fight goes, we got to talk. About, I'm sure you saw the, the the video of the fight. Did you see it at all or no? Yeah. You don't, I, you don't, I, I saw I saw the knockout. Yeah, I mean, I predicted it. I read in the article last week. I don't know why so many people were picking Askren. Again, you know, people were looking at it as a joke of a fight, but like Jake Paul, listen, he's not he's not that bad. What what? You shouldn't be proud about it that you. It should be, man. <laughs> the line was like close to even, though. I mean, the line was very close. Like, I don't think it's like the best prediction ever. You know what I mean? But the line was like close to even, guys. Like, there was money to be made on this fight. There was, you know, because people thought Askren had a chance. I didn't. By the way, he didn't look like he was in shape at all. Um, and during the fight, I was like, damn. Like, did he even train for this fight? Anyways, listen, Marcel. He went in there, got knocked. He got knocked down. Didn't even get knocked out cold. Referee stopped the fight. He collects a five hundred thousand dollar paycheck and goes home with his wife. He's happy, and Jake Paul now gets another big fight, probably. So I don't know what you think, but it was a nice knockout or a nice uh, knockdown, I should say. It was pretty cool. I mean, listen, man, it's what I said in the tweet as well. I respect Ben Askren, dude. That's been an amazing MMA fighter for years. You know, always very underrated because he was in the UFC, right? So people were very underestimating him, and when he came to the UFC, he was almost semi-retired already. So it's like um, I definitely. Happy for him. He got his paycheck. You know, I mean, he earned more than he did at any other fight he did before. So, I mean, I'm happy for him. But 
the thing is, it's actually kind of sad, man, that an, uh, a retired MMA fighter has to do this to earn a big paycheck outside of the MMA oh, yeah. community world to go to boxing to fight a YouTube star and make and, a lot yo, of money. And yo, the same because... thing with Frank Mir. Frank Mir made uh, $350,000. Like, it was a great payday, right? And yeah. uh, he didn't look as bad as I thought. I thought he was going to get knocked out. He didn't get knocked out. He went to, I think it was six rounds of his fight. Like, he didn't look great. But the commentary during that fight was a mess, too. It was Overall, it was a, the show was a mess. But it was kind of, it was more like fun to like go on Twitter and talk about with people. Like, just be like, man, this is so bad. Like, it was so bad. It was almost good, but not really, you know? I did enjoy the, I enjoyed the fight though, man. For as long as it lasted two minutes, it was a, it was good for as long as it lasted. There was that like feel of like, this is a pretty big fight. Like, you didn't you feel that a little bit, Marcel? Like, you could see by fan, fans were saying like people were excited for the fight. Yeah. But you know what it is? I, I did a poll. On my uh, on my Twitter, like uh, five or six days ago, or maybe seven already, and uh, I asked people like, "What is what, what is a bigger fight in your opinion, or bigger event, the Paul Askren or the uh, Whitaker against Gaslam?" And I think almost seventy five percent had Whitaker Gaslam, which made me happy to be honest. But I was surprised, man, because many people said telling me like this Askren Paul fight is way bigger, you know. But I think it's Bro, way I bigger mean, but- with. Marcel, yeah. hardcore fans are following you. It's hardcore MMA fans. Let's yeah, but I, casual fans, I, do, bro. I don't only have hardcore fans following me. Like, I, I also have guys like who maybe uh, listen, man. I have a lot of uh, of followers who oh, have, yeah. uh, who have uh, like Connor twenty twenty five. Um, uh, is he 40, 42, You know, sure. I don't say that those are casuals, but you know, I have also casual fans following me, man. I, I, I don't mind. You, you, fair enough. I, no, fair, I do too. You know, yeah, yeah. But, no, for sure. For, uh, yeah, sure. for, for me, you know. I would never pick a fight between a YouTube star and a former MMA fighter going boxing debut or whatever it was, uh, going up against Whitaker Gastelum. You know, I, I would yep. never do that. You know, I, I think it was uh, at the same time of Arlovsky Sherman, by the way, it was not at the Gastelum Whitaker fight, but I, I would never pick that over that. You know what I mean? So, for example, people, people will be shocked, but I've never watched the McGregor Mayweather fight in its whole. I only saw highlights of it. Um, First of all, I respect boxing. I respect boxing a lot, to be honest. But I'm not a huge boxing fan, you know. I'm I'm really an MMA fan. And after that, I really like kickboxing. But boxing is like third for me. You know what I mean? Um, so I would always pick the MMA event to watch. Um, me too. Me too. Uh, that, that, that's just the thing, you know. And I, I respect everybody, you know. I know, for example, Cole Shelton, who, uh, who was always great on this podcast with you, you know. He was really hyped for that fight. You know, he told me about it. And, and it's a cool, you know. He's, he said he's going to watch with friends and, and all. I mean, I respect that. I, I know many um, MMA journalists uh, watch that fight and were pumped for it. That's okay with me. It's no problem, you know. But where I have a little bit of a problem with, and you know that I say that, and I know that uh, clicks generate money, so I, I, I'm not going to uh, shit on anybody for that. But I'll tweet about it. You know you know me. I'm a, I'm a dickhead if it comes to that. So I was like, come on, guys. Um, it's, we are now in, on Monday. This happened on Saturday night. And I still see like coverage of like five articles a day by, by, by websites and by people. Ask, yeah, like, no, we on, are It's too. over now. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, but no, it's I, fair. I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree. I will never point. I will never point the finger personally mm. to people. By the way, I think the criticism is fair, though. Honestly, you know, I I don't want to write about it five or ten times a day. I really don't. But I have to do my job. And right now, that's what people are reading. Quite frankly, that's what people are reading. Um, they care about that. They cared about the Whitaker Gaston fight to a certain extent, but most people on the internet were reading about Jake Paul and Ben Askren. They still are today. So that's why you have to write about it. That's 
like you have to understand from the media's point of view. But as someone who is writing the articles, I didn't want to write as many as I did yesterday. I don't want to write about this fight anymore either. Like I really don't. But I know probably for another day or two, I might have to. I think after that, it'll kind of slow down, you know? Yeah, I just want to say it's absolutely not to bash any media member. Absolutely. I know you, you read write about it too. So, you know, I yeah. respect you a lot. So it's, it's nothing personal. But it's just in general, man, that I think it's... Uh, and and it's, a, it's a community thing, you know? I mean, people want to read about it probably, what you said. So, But it's kind of sad that that fight gets a lot of attention, you know? Yeah. And other fights who are probably more important in my opinion, in my opinion, but who am I? I'm yeah. just one person, you know, don't get that coverage. You know what I mean? And, and that's just, that's just me. And uh, I, that's just my opinion, you know, and that's just yeah. one person's opinion. So whatever, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the only other thing I would ask you, like, I know you don't care, but like, we have to talk about who he could fight next. Cause I think he probably will fight someone pretty notable. You know, the odds came out today. They're saying that Joe Fournier guy, who's like a, he's, I think he's a YouTuber too, but he has nine boxing matches now. Like he's an undefeated guy with like nine zero and one or something. He won on the card as well. He knocked the guy out in the prelims. So that's the favorite, but Dylan Dennis is there. Um, Tyson Fury's little brother's there. Um, Mikey Fury, I think his name is. Um, Conor McGregor, BJ Penn was on. Like there's a bunch of guys, Tyron Woodley, Dylan Dennis. Like who do you, who do you think he'll fight next? I, I you know, I was talking to Cole. He thinks it's going to be Woodley. I think that would be an interesting fight. Another video came out. So, it, you know, again, Marcel, I know you don't want to talk about this guy, but if Woodley fights him, we're going to be talking about him again. So what do you bro, think? Bro, Woodley fucks him up, for real. I, I, I hope mean, so, right? Like, I hope so. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think Jake Paul wants that fight, to be honest, man. But how I if he knocks he, him out? How if, how if Jake Paul knocks out Woodley? I mean, Woodley's changed yeah, the game. It's possible, man, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see honest, it either. I think it'd be a good I, fight, I, though. I, I would watch it. I would honestly watch that fight, you know? Maybe maybe I will as well, but you don't have to do it at the same time as a UFC event or something. You know? No, I agree. That, I tweeted. You saw my tweets, right? I, you know, I think that that really just is stupid because you hurt you hurt the fans. Like the fans would like to watch one at a time. They don't have to get distracted. They always do this, Marcel. It's not like the first time I did this, but as a fan, I would have liked to have you know kind of focused on one or the other. But like you said, I think it was the third round of the Sherman fight where. He, it was like it was a quick fight. If it was eight rounds, I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know what my focus would have been on. But either way, okay, let's get to UFC now because uh, I think we've we've spent enough with this fight. Um, let's talk about this fight, uh, Whitaker Gastelum in the main event. Uh, how was your picks? I went seven and three, but I got Al Hassan wrong. We'll talk about that. That one hurt me. But yeah, no, my my picks weren't that great, man. But they were I, okay. I had this were one okay. correct. Yeah, they were okay this week. I mean, I think I did better than a lot of people in the, in the pool, but. That's not saying much because honestly, it was kind of a weird card. Um, Listen, yeah, but, bro, if you if you pick Malkun over Al Hassan, that, that yeah, that is a hard. I, I don't know anyone. <laughs> I literally don't know anyone who picked him. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's just a crazy pick. Anyways, let's talk about Whitaker Gastelum. Yeah, I mean, he looked outstanding, right? Like, he looked great. Whitaker looked amazing again. Uh, three straight wins, guys, and um, you know, this is a dominant win. It was fifty forty five. It wasn't even close. And not only did he show his strike, he showed his wrestling, which was good to see, right? Like, I like to see that. So, do you think it's going to be enough for him to get the rematch with Izzy? Yeah, definitely, man. It was a dominant win. I, after that, I had a dominant sleep as well because it ended at 7.30 a.m. over here. So, uh, I, I had to watch a few fights back because I, I, I kind of fell asleep at some at some fights, man. It was not because it was a bad event, but it was like really late. Honestly, it wasn't a great ever. card. You know what? It was no, one of the weakest cards. It was one of the worst cards of the year. I mean, it was still a decent card, but not really. It really yeah, wasn't, it was Marcel. I don't it's think it was a great card. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. I would just give it like a five out of ten. Anyways, go ahead, talk about it. 
Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, sure. Whitaker, man, great. You, you know my stance on Whitaker, man. He should have had that uh, title shot, uh, that uh, rematch already. So yeah. this already pu push him more towards that uh, rematch. And listen, man, Marvin Vittori, great win last time, huh? but uh, I think they gotta re they gotta rebook the Darren Till fight, or either they have to fight him br against Brunson or against Costa, you know. But uh, Whitaker should be next, and uh, I don't think if you ask the MMA community. 95% will say Whitaker should be next to be fighting for the title. Yeah, yeah, he should be. You know, Vittori wants to, obviously, he's out there talking smack to Izzy, but the thing is, Whitaker, they have that history. I think Whitaker's a bigger name. He can, he's obviously sold pay per views before. So that would be the fight. I would guess that'd be the fight. And the odds are out now. Israel was like, I think he was minus 275 and uh, plus 250, I believe, on. Um, What's his name? Uh, Whitaker. So, I mean, Whitaker's a big underdog again. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but, you know, I think Adesanya should win, but, man, that's a, that's a steep line. Let me get these uh, comments. Kevin says, nice job, man. Yeah, yeah, he is a fade, for sure. I'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. I have some things to say about that fight. Glenn, too many decisions in UFC adulterous weekend. That's why I believe there should be a finish bonus. Bro, you're preaching to the choir. I've been saying for, like, years now, like, give 10000 extra for each finish. I've been saying that for years. Why not? You know, other promotions do it. I think ACB or ACA does it, right? Like, they used to do it. Um, there's lots of promotions that did this. It's not like it's, you know, a new thing. I think Invicta does it, doesn't don't they? I think they give a bonus, too. Maybe um, LFA or one of those promotions in, in uh, Texas, too. Yeah, I think there's – you should give a bonus for finishes. And, um, yeah, there's there were a lot of decisions on this card. This card really dragged on, guys. Like, I, I felt tired watching this one. Uh, there were seven my, – Marcel, nine, ten fights. Uh, sorry, yeah, ten fights and eight decisions. That's a long night. That is a long night. I'm not saying every decision, mean, decision means it's going to be a bad fight. Obviously, that's not the case. There's a great fights to go to decision. But there were some fights in this card that kind of just like drug out, dragged out a little bit. You know, they're kind of not great. Anyways, um, yeah, Whitaker Gastelum, you know, great. It was a good fight. Uh, let's talk about the co-main event. Well, let's talk about the co-main event that was supposed to be. Uh, Jakar Close, Jeremy Stevens. So I got a few things to say about this. Um, man, it, it sucks this happened. Also, that shove was extremely hard. Like, it came out of nowhere. The guy wasn't expecting it. So people that are calling – like, Jakar Close is a professional MMA fighter. People are calling him a wimp and a pussy and stuff. Like, are you kidding me, guys? Like, that's terrible. The guy got legitimately injured. You know, he was cutting weight, guys. Like, people understand. He was probably cutting 20 pounds, you know, Marcel. Like, his body's dehydrated. He gets shoved out of nowhere. He did get something called whiplash, I believe. So it's unfortunate. The fight got canceled. You know, Stevens should be fined for this. You know, I think if it was anyone else, they'd be cut. You know, they won't cut him. Paul Daly got cut. Why didn't, they won't cut Jeremy Stevens. Um, Jakar Close should get his win bonus and, and show money, obviously. I hope they gave him something. It, it was just disappointing. Also from DraftKings, a lot of people were upset, Marcel, because it screwed a lot of people. Like, I lost money because, you know, they didn't give us a chance to readjust the lines. That's just not fair. Like, the card hadn't even started at that point, guys. So I think that was a mistake. A lot of people were angry about that. But overall, I just saw a lot of the comments towards Jakar, uh, and I thought they were, you know, kind of stupid, Marcel. What do you think? That's a man. I will get a lot of shit for this, but Jeremy Stevens is a proven toolback, you know? And, I mean, you should be fined, in my opinion, if you touch somebody during the way, and that should be a rule. They should have made that rule right now. And I know that Dana loves it, you know, and he's always uh, laughing when th things like that happen. He's like, oh, no, the commission doesn't want it, and I don't want it. But, dude, you just love it because it, it sells better. But... They should do something about it, man. It's not the first time things like this happen, you know. Now, now a fight gets scrapped because of it. People can call close a, a, a pussy or whatever they want, man. But like you said, he was dehydrating probably. He, he had cut weight, you know. Um, 
listen, man, if you get pushed uh, in a certain way hard and you don't uh, see it coming, you know, you, you are not like, um, do, you, do you say, if you see somebody pushes pushes you and you see that, you, you're going to stand. You, you know what I mean? You, 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 yeah. you expect it. But if you don't expect it, uh, if I push somebody and somebody doesn't expect it, flew through the window. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I mean, pe- people can say whatever they want, but Jeremy Stevens is to blame for this one. And uh, listen, as much as I like, as much as I like Jeremy Stevens as a fighter, I always said outside the cage how he acts all the time. Complete toolbag, man, and uh, he yeah. should be fine for it. I agree. I remember when Dana White bailed him out of jail that one time because he was yeah, yeah, he, he was Edwards. Dana White bailed him out of yeah. jail. So J- Listen, he's been in the UFC for 14 years. It's not like he's going to get cut from this, but I'm just saying, if it was anyone else, they'd be cut. If it was someone with one fight in the UFC and they injured Definitely. someone, they injured he injured the guy and they weren't able to fight, guys. So, like, he lost income. Co-main event. Yeah, and they lost the co-main event. So, the new co-main event, Andre Arlovsky, Chase Sherman. I call her Arlovsky, but I thought there'd be a finish in this fight. Honestly, I thought someone was going to get knocked out. So, like, they went to the decision. I did think Arlovsky would win, but I just thought someone's chain would go in this fight. I mean, it was an okay fight. What do you think? Yeah, it was okay, man. Nothing special. Yeah, nothing opinion. special. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it was a typical. It was a typical fight for like Sherman. Can he beat the veteran, or can the veteran still uh, look good in this fight? And the veteran still did what he had to do. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. He had good cardio in this fight. Good boxing, you know. Um, Malcoon defeating Al Alasan. So yeah. I made a mistake on this one, guys. I honestly thought it was Malcoon dropping the welterweight. I made a huge mistake. So that's oh, that's the mistake yeah. I made. Yeah, I even said last week. I think. And when they said it was middleweight, I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't even realize. So that was 100% on me. And that'll happen once in a while. You know, I thought, I, I legitimately thought I'd read Malcoon dropped, dropped, was dropping to Welterick after he got KO'd by Hawes, right? But Al Hassan obviously had missed weight. He moved up. If I had known that, I don't know if I would have bet on it because of the weight, the weight gap. So I'm not sure. But either way, it's a learning mistake. You know, you got to be 100% uh, and know every single detail. And it's my fault. It is what it is, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I don't, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. To be honest, it, it wouldn't have mattered. This guy sucks now. What happened to him? What happened to this dude? The, those two years of inactivity because of that that scandal, which he uh, which he was not guilty for, has has took some something from him. But I think, man, because he hasn't looked the same since we saw his uh, comeback fight against Munir Aziz. The first three minutes, he looked great, as as we usual know. But he didn't put him away. And he has cardio issues, man. Uh, Al Hassan has cardio issues, and man, if, if fighters can uh, can get past that first round against him, yeah, and his, his wrestling didn't look great as well. So I, I don't know, man. I, he might be cut. I, if not, you know, I mean, this I think was pretty him, much yeah, a, I think he's done. Yeah, I think that's it. This yeah. this this was a fight. Uh, like many fans said, this was a fight he should win. This was a fight that was booked actually for Al Hassan to win. I think. And yeah. Malkun, 30-27 him, man. So, yeah. 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 No, for sure. I mean, listen, I, I was never going to pick Malkun. I'm just saying, like, I ended up betting on him. And I ended up betting on him. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think I would have had I known the right weight class. Well, that's 100% my fault. I'll live with that one. It's okay. I mean, you know, like, we're going to miss details. So I legitimately thought it was a welterweight for some reason. Because uh, I thought Malkun, after he got KO'd, right? What are you gonna say? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really tough sometimes because uh, fights get announced. And I know. It's like I know. it's a that weight class or that weight class, and nobody really knows. And then uh, 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 for certain sides have it wrong uh, on their side, you know. So if it's you gotta check UFC stats, I think more regularly uh, to know oh, for, for sure. sure. I check it even every day. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah, even that can be a mistake, you know. 
I check it every day, and I, I thought that's what it said. So that was my fault. It is what it is. That happens, I don't, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is what it is. I, you know, I ended up you're, you're, you're extremely thing. busy, man. So I, I mean, know, I know. No, no, no. It's, it, it's not that though. It's just like when I'm capping this stuff. Like I want to get all the details right. And for some reason, <laughs> I just I just missed that one. So it is what it is. But again, you know, it's not like I would have never picked Malkun to win that fight. I would have never picked him to dominate that fight. Like there was nothing that would have ever said to me this guy's going to dominate Alisane. You know, other than out. Like if you're fading him, like uh, Kevin was, that's that's a good play, and I understood that. But like if you're if you were the one saying, you know, Jacob Malkoon's going to go in there and absolutely dominate this guy thirty twenty six and with wrestling, I would have been like, you are fucking crazy because there's nothing to say he could have did that, but he did it. So obviously, you know, the the guy's getting better. I think he's only twenty five too. I knew he was younger, so he's getting but yeah, I mean, he's getting better. But Alisan, thirty five years old now, three straight losses, Marcel. I think that's it. I think he'll cut him. Um, it's honestly it, sad, man. Because it like, is sad, but yo, he couldn't it. pull the trigger. He was like Woodley; he can't true. pull the trigger. He couldn't throw his yeah. hands. I'm like, throw your hands. You heard safe, right? His coach was screaming at him, "Throw mm -hmm. your hands! Come on, come on, Abdul!" And he wouldn't throw them. So it happens, you know. He just he's he's too gun shy now. I don't know what happened to this guy. That the two year layoff crushed his career, just destroyed his career. Yeah. Um, Tracy Cortez defeats Justin Keish. I mean, this was one I thought was pretty obvious. I, I split decision. I don't know about that. I thought Cortez won the fight. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> what the hell? Pretty hey? it, it's pretty funny if one judge has a 30-27 and the other one has a 29-28 for Keish. So, well, it's yeah. even worse when, when, when they have 30-27 on the opposite sides. We've seen that a few times. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, good win for Cortez. Like I think you said last time that she had that she needed that marquee win with a finish. She didn't have that one. But listen, man, Keisha's tough. We know that she doesn't get finished often. Yeah, she got finished against Mazo, but she's tough. You know, she has she has another split decision loss on her record against Ji Young Kim that she clearly won, in my opinion. You know, and then her record should be look should look a lot better in the UFC. So good win for Cortez, man. I mean, yeah, we probably see her soon in the top fifteen or either fighting somebody. Oh, yeah. Who is in the top 15 right now in the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Kish has lost four over the last five, but two split decisions. Like, I, they might keep her around because she's like a kind of a gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. So I think they might keep her around for like maybe some of the contender series. Like, uh, Glory DePaula. Like, that would be, you know, that girl that lost to Jenny Frey. Maybe she could yeah. fight Kish. That would be a good fight. Two strikers. Like, that would be a good fight. But, but that's Trawway, right? This was Flyway. Was it? I thought she was. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah. Frey used to fight a little bit. No, no, sorry. Paula did. You're right. That was a strawy. I don't know. Someone like that. But the point is, like, like uh, someone who's also got, like, you know, maybe not much experience in the UFC, like Cortez, like one or two fights, someone like that. Because I think she is being used as a gatekeeper, but she might get cut too. But yeah, Cortez, mm -hmm. she missed weight though, Marcel. That's the problem. She missed weight. So, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not a big fan of that, but 0. 0.5. Okay, 0. 0.5. By the way, I, she, I so really... she said at the press conference, I just saw the clip today. It was on Twitter. She yeah. said, um, she goes like they were like, uh, "Would you do you think you could make the weight?" And she's like, "Yeah, the doctor said I, you know, I can't do it. I, I so they had to stop cutting." She's like, "But I knew I could cut that five point five ounces," and I'm like, 0.5 ounces." So I went in and typed in 0.5 ounces on the, like on Google to convert it to pounds. It's like point yeah. zero zero three pounds. Like she doesn't even know what she's talking about, bro. She yeah. thought that she was enjoying to cut 0.5 ounces. It was 0.5 pounds. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't gonna make. She's a big girl. I mean, she's she's a big girl, obviously. So. Hopefully she make weight, but I like her. I mean, she's obviously got good wrestling. Um, five straight mm -hmm. decisions, though. I mean, that's not like you like to see her get a finish, but you know she she's a grinder. Um, I, I, you you like to see her get a finish. I would. <laughs> I I, I, I think I even said last time. I like I'd like to see her get a finish yeah. just because 
I know what a finish does for someone's career. Like it helps you take get to that next step quicker. So like that's why you know she's being matched up Vanessa Melo, Stephanie Egger, Kish. Like we'll see. I mean, she'll probably get someone maybe in the top fifteen or so. But uh, I just think the matchmakers are hoping she can kind of take that next step a little bit too. All right, this next fight. I mean, this one uh, was another close fight, man. Uh, Luis Pena Munoz, close fight. I thought Pena might edge up the second and third round, but I don't know. What do you think? It was pretty close. Well, it was a really close fight, man. Um, yeah, 50-50 for me. I didn't really uh, was bothered with Pena winning. I think Munoz could have won as well. It was a really yeah. close fight. Um, I think one judge had 30-27. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm, 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 I'm off. Maybe I'm off. It was, or it was two times 29-28, 29-28. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. So... What's a close fight, man? You know, I, I'm not going to be... Listen, man, you know I pick Alexander Munoz. So uh, I, I was kind of upset with some of those split decisions because they always went against my pick, you know, yeah, with split yeah. decisions. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was close. Not going to be bothered by it, you know? Yeah, this is one of those fights where you leave it to the judges and you never know what they're going to say, really. Like, there was no one that had a definitive argument for this fight. I just thought maybe yeah. Payne edged out a little bit, but... Like with the striking a little bit, but it is what it is. A close. Okay, so we got to talk about this fight. <laughs> my tweet actually made it on TV. Did you see my tweet about them being the two polar bears? <laughs> I think I yeah. can't believe they actually put that on there. <laughs> I was like, no way, they actually put that up there. That's awesome. Yo, it was like two polar bears just rolling around. <laughs> it really was, eh? <laughs> my God. By the way, I get this comment from Daniel. I spent Munoz but score for Pena third, first and third. Sorry, sec, uh, third and second for Pena. Yeah, that's what I thought too. No, it wasn't. I don't know if that if they did say in the cage or not, but according to Week P, it says twenty nine, twenty eight across the board. Let me let me double check MMA decisions, guys. I thought it was, I thought they said that, but let me double check. Um, Pena, Luna, I might be I might be wrong, man. I'm I just gonna be. double check just so we know. Uh, no, it was all twenty nine, twenty eight. Yeah, Diamato right. and Winter had it the second and third round for Pena, so it really was the second round because the Bell had it for uh, Munoz. Anyways, okay, this fight now. I picked Romanov. I didn't think he won the fight, though. I thought Espino won this fight. So this is a lucky kind of pick for me, I think. I thought Espino won the first and third round, Marcel. You know, um, the second round, we got to talk about the whole fight. Okay, so the first round was close, but I thought Espino did a little bit more, had like top position a little bit more. So I thought he won the round. Second round, clearly Romanov. And then the third round, I thought Espino had won the first minute or two until he had that nasty groin strike. So I... You know, I think Romanov's very lucky he got he got the win in this fight, you know. Um, I will say that, like, the groin strike was brutal, and I think you could have taken a point away for that groin strike because it was that bad. You know, I don't think you should have disqualified. I'm glad they didn't disqualify him. They gave him a chance on the scorecards, I will say that, <laughs> because they could have disqualified him, obviously. They didn't. Um, I just think you could have taken a point because it was, it was a fight-ending knee to, to the groin, and it was really brutal. But, yeah, I thought Espino won. The judges actually scored Romanov the first two rounds. That's how he won. I thought they had scored him the first and third. They scored him the, fir the first two rounds. So all the judges had it for Espino in the third round. It was the first, but Espino actually was down, Marcel. Uh, sorry, two of the judges scored it, excuse me, for Roman. I'm looking at, I mean, let me pull it up here for you guys. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Let me pull, I'll pull it up. Sorry. So look at this. So this is a scorecard that I had. I had Chris Lee's scorecard. It was just sad because this guy's a shit judge, and I had his scorecard. But I actually think he was he was right this time because I like look all the most of the media at first. Not that it really matters, but you know, Roman. The first round, I just thought Espino won. So I thought you thought Espino won, or no? What do you think? Yeah, of course, man. Listen, man, you have to look at the at the round separately. You know, the first round was Espino's one. The second round was Romanov's one, and the third round. 
Aspino was winning until that knee landed. Yeah. And if you don't take a point from that knee, you have to give it to Aspino. The real thing here is, and that, oh, I always wonder that, and you got to help me with that, maybe you know, can the judges adjust their scores after a round or after the complete fight? Can they do that? No, of course not. That, that, you score, that, you score that, that, by five no, minutes. I know. Yeah. I know. I know, but can they do that still? For example, if you have, listen, man, if you have filled in 10 9, for let's see, you have filled in 10 9 for, uh, for Espino the first round, right? They do the second round 10 9 for Romanov. They can't. And then the third, they hand it in after every round. Someone, I, said, been, I didn't even know that. That's why I asked you. Yeah, I know. I've been to the fights. Like, there's a person that walks okay, around and perfect. grabs the scorecard and they take it perfect. to another table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. someone that does that. Uh, okay. Score Never every mind. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No worries. It's a good question to ask. Um, Dan was talking about the Kish Cortez. Yeah, 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 for sure. I thought Kish or uh, Cortez won 29-28. It was a, I thought that Cortez won the first and third round, I believe. Um, Jose, this was the guy that was looking forward to the fight more than anyone, the Polar Bears. I think Romanov won. Yeah, it was close. First round was close. He had more controls and strike landing. Yeah, it was close for sure. I mean, listen, it wasn't like – I don't think it was a robbery, but I did think Espino won the fight. That's That was my opinion. Now let's go to the next fight here. This was super it's controversial. Just have to do a rematch. Yeah, you, I wouldn't mind a rematch, honestly. I, I don't mind it. It was a, it was an interesting fight. It was kind of weird, but yeah. kind of interesting. This fight was really weird. What the hell? Kind of look at this ad. This is a brutal ad. Okay, <laughs> that was brutal. What the hell, man? All right. So this fight, I thought Godin has won 29-28, but this fight again, you leave it to the judges. You never know. What do you think? I think it was clear that Godinas won. I think only Penny likely won the third round. I think uh, Godinas won the first and second round. Uh, I was really annoyed, by the way, by Dominic Cruz' commentary. He was clearly rooting for his teammate Jessica Penny on this one. He was all the time talking about her perspective and that kind of stuff. I'm like, if you're like that, shut the fuck up, man. I mean, you're not going to go in, in a booth and try to... Try to how do you say that to to talk for your teammate? That is really annoying to me. Be like Paul Felder. Let's be like I can do this. I I reject from this uh, from this fight. And I respect that even more. Um, I think it was clear for Godinez 29 28. Man. The fans had that too. 58 percent of the fans thought Godinez won. Yeah. Yeah, man. She she did more, man. In my opinion, Jessica Penna o- o- only tried to take her down and to hold her against the cage. She didn't do a lot. You know, and uh, the third round, Godinez didn't do a lot. I give that one to Pan. I have no problem with that. But the first two rounds were for Godinez, man, in my opinion. So yeah, I thought so too. You know, the first round, I think it comes down, I believe, to the first round, right? Because she had she had the backpack, right? Didn't she? Yeah, that's what happened. And I guess they just thought that she did more with that control. But yeah, I, I don't know what that decision. And then just the last fight. I mean, it doesn't matter. This fight was easy to score. Austin Hubbard, Dakota Bush. Um, as far as decisions go, yeah, that I thought twenty nine twenty eight. I don't agree thirty twenty seven. Guys, just because a guy lands a takedown with one second left, that doesn't mean he won that round. Bush won the first round, but he lost the second round. No, I disagree with you. No way. Bush won the first yeah, round. Yeah, I, sure. I disagree with you, man. How? I disagree with you on that. Because I think Hubbard did more in the round. But it was close. I give you that. So I have no problem with you. If you're saying he did Bush. more with like the striking fair, but if you say he took him down with like one second left, did nothing with the takedown, I, come on. I have a, no, I haven't scored at the base on the takedown. Not yeah, you're right. He did outstrike him a little bit. So fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's totally fair. That's what it says. I mean, it's all like we can count the strikes in real time, guys. We can't do that. We but, we look at what we see. But the judges yeah, didn't have it the sure. same I had. The judges all had it 29-28. Yeah. yeah, but that's even more disturbing because the judges are always wrong. So True, true, true. <laughs> I, know, I, hate I know. I know. <laughs> Rug Rug's back. You know, 28th. Yeah, I saw that. Most active heavyweight. Yeah. He's talking about Bucheka. MMA debut? Yeah, Bucheka's debut. I don't know. He, he got... That got cancelled twice. I have no idea what happened right now. Right. 
Um, two other fights in the car we didn't talk about. Gerald hey, Mearsheart. Sorry, more go thing. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to give shout out to Dakota Bushman. He took this fight on one week's notice, and he looked pretty good, man, to be honest. I think for, for one week's notice, he gave Hubbard a very good fight. He yeah. was just gassed uh, in the third round. Oh, he yeah. didn't do anything a lot anymore. But I would love to see him on a full fight camp. So props to him, man. I really like what I saw. I mean, I picked this kid, right? Like, I, I think he's good. I think if he had a full camp, he would have won this fight. I really do. I think he's yeah. a better fighter, but he ran out of gas. And I knew that I that was a risk. You. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think I think the problem was the short notice, you know. But I yeah. thought he was going to be in better shape. I think he could have been in – like, he sh- you got to be in really good shape even when you're not in the UFC because you never know when that call is going to come up. So, yeah, yeah I mean, he, he, looked, he looked good. I thought he looked pretty good. I think he'll win his next fight. I don't know who he's going to fight, but I think that he would win that fight. You know, I would, I would assume because he's a good prospect. Okay, Gerald Mearshart, I did pick this one. Um, Gets the guillotine. We both picked him ourselves. Submission. Both called that shit. Uh, I think yes. this is it for Fabinski, too. I think they might cut him after this. He's, like you said, a blanket. He's lost three straight fights in the UFC. He does have that win over Stewart, but he's kind of a boring fighter. And then Gerald Mearshart, man, he finally gets a, a good matchup stylistically, right? Fights a grappler, Marcel. So, yes. you know what's crazy? Like, he's got 24 submission wins in his career, man. He's incredible on the ground. Uh, I thought he looked great. What would you think? Oh yeah, for sure, man. We called this fight. I I, yeah. I thought it would it would have been in the later rounds, but uh, he did it in the first round, man. But Bartosz Fabinski gave a snack and he snatched it. So, yeah. I mean, perfect one. Uh, I, listen, man, Mershak is very dangerous on the ground. You know, when you give when you give him your neck, he's gonna take it. You know, and yeah, I'm happy. I I call this one correct. You call this one correct. So. You know, yep. it sucks for Fabinski, by the way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good win for Mershot. And he needed this one after his two quick losses against Hainis and Chimaev. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's still a good grappler, man. You know, people just sure. – you, you got to remember, guys, it's all matchups. Every matchup is different. And in this fight, it was two grapplers. And one grappler uh, has really bad submission defense. So, that's why I picked Mershot. I think that's why Marcel did. If rematch is on the table, who would you give Romanov and Espino next? I think Romanov's going to be out for a little while, man. That was pretty brutal. Um, do you have him on Instagram? Because I can't get into his. I can't see. Do you have him, Marcel, on Instagram? Well, Romanov. Yeah, because he, he's private, so I don't know. I tried to look at Oh, okay. Had... Let me check. Can you check? Because I wanted to see if he posted anything. Did he post anything? Um, yeah, something with this. Uh... Oh, that's a week ago. No. No, he didn't. Yeah, okay. I saw Espino's tweet. Uh, Espino made, wrote something. He said, like, he thought he, fought, he thought he won the first and third round, and he thought that – um, Robinov should have continued after the knee and stuff. I think he was saying. It's so. also with Oscar. Oscar. You, saw, you, you see that? Yeah. Espino did. He did too. He's, yeah, Espino uh, posted like uh, he he won an Oscar with that before. Oh man, that's that's funny. Yeah, it, I don't know. He looked like he was hurt, but all right. Let's get these comments. I expected Cruz to be more biased than he was. Usually, when his teammates fight, he's unbearable. He's super biased. DC is one of the worst. Like when Blagojevana fought, I think it was Augusto Sakai. There was a fence grab, which obviously should be a point deduction, but. You don't need Daniel Corman to stand up on the booth on the table and scream the referee, take a point. Like, dude, come on. You're commentating the fight. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah. Uh, Bro, you got, by the way, Espino right. deleted those uh, Instagram That's posts. what I'm saying. I just saw his, his statement today. All right. Um, Daniel, you guys nailed the fight. I put a small bet on GM3 sub. Nice job. Bartosz keep making the same mistake. Yeah, he does. And then the other fight, Tony Gravely defeats Anthony Burchak. Yeah, I mean, this was pretty easy, too. Um, just dominance. He looked great. Burchak probably gets cut, too, I would guess. You think he's released? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, can't take a punch he, anymore, man. He's, his chin is gone now. Yeah. It was a very – I think it was a fun fight, man, well, how long it lasted. It was a good – yeah, you know I, what? It was a good fight. I will give him that. It was a great fight. It was I, found someone who, I found someone who posted the, the Espino uh, 
tweet. So I will send it now to you via DM so you can check it. Maybe fun to show. Let's see it. Oh, Alec. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll show it. Yeah, I I didn't see uh, this, but this is jokes. So <laughs> you guys can see, yeah, it's jokes, huh? Eh? Yeah. And then sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. The first loss. I want to understand how Nia was the one to score. It didn't carry strength. I would love a better recording because it didn't give it its parts. I don't even know what he's saying. Anyways. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. All right, let's get let's get these. Uh, how different things be if uh, Aljo Tech, uh, Aljo Peter was technical decision. I think it would have been uh, Peter would have still won the fight. He would have won a split decision. So yeah, it's difficult, man. But, because but, they might have the taken like, take two points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It might have been a draw. Actually, it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like it would have been a better result than giving the other guy the uh, the title for DQ. I would have preferred a no contest. Same here, but they can't do it for the fourth round. No. Romanov clearly hurt his field dummy. Yeah, I don't agree with him either. What about – yeah, we got to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, you think about – talk about someone not knowing the weight class. Like, I didn't know that one fight. This girl was actually fighting and didn't know the weight class. I guess she thought it was featherweight. Like, I don't understand it coming in 147. So, Tell me what happened. They were they were scheduled for 135, and out of a sudden, uh, two or three days before the event, nobody knows, they changed that to a catch weight of 139. So – and when she weighed in, she was what 147? Yeah, way overweight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, was she trying to get a title shot immediately against yeah. Amanda? Or was she trying to get a fight with uh with, with Dumont? I, I wrote a tweet saying, like, yeah, I said that. I said, you know, her and Dorma Dumont should find some weight class between 139 and 147. And someone said, like, doesn't featherweight exist? I said, Oh yeah, but the UFC never uses that weight class. <laughs> like, <laughs> they they actually should do that fight. Yeah. Farron versus Dumont at 145. Yeah. That's the only fight to make. Otherwise, you cut the both because they can't make 135, guys. I, I mean, I'm shocked Fran is still in the UFC, and there's no disrespect She's terrible, her, but, and she can't uh, make weight, too. So, yeah. yeah. On popular opinion, Arlovsky doesn't have a glass jaw. Bro, you know what's crazy? When he fought uh, Sergey Karatanov in Force in the tournament, I thought his career was over. I really did, Marcel. Yeah. I was like, damn, he got knocked out quick. And that was like his fourth straight loss by knockout, I think. And somehow, like, he's reborn. So, I mean, yeah, he's a legend, man. He, he's got 20 wins on the UFC. It's incredible, right? Amazing. Yeah. Um, does he have a glass jaw? I don't know. Like I, I don't. I don't think so anymore. It's crazy. His jaw somehow has got better, but I still think a big puncher can get him. But you know, he looked good, man. I, I, the guy's definitely a good veteran. Okay, I saw a Bellator Marcel. Hmm. Uh, you watched it? A little bit, not everything. How about uh, main event Davis and Nemkov? Did you watch that fight? Yeah, I saw it. And you thought Nemkov won, or? Yeah, I think Namkov won. You didn't think so? No, I thought so. No, I did. I thought so. I was surprised because some people were saying Davis might edge, though. I, I don't think so. You know, Nemkov gets the decision. And then Corey Anderson, you know, I thought that, you know, Dolvetsch, uh, Dolvetsch would put up a better fight. Uh, he looked like just mm – -hmm. he wasn't ready for the belt, like the big show yet, you know? Like, that's the, mis that's the mistake. I picked him, right? I actually did really good in picks mm -hmm. of this card. Amazing in picks, but that was it's one I got wrong. The only one did. I got wrong, that one. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? We both had a good night. Like, there was some upside on the prelims and stuff. But, man, this one, you know what? Like, it is what it is. Corey Anderson's just a good fighter, man. Like, we all knew he was good. He looked – I thought this was maybe his best performance ever, like, possibly. I thought he looked amazing. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I saw – I think Scott Fontana saying from uh, Couchside Judges, for like, uh, this Corey Anderson can actually win the tournament. And I he think, can. Uh, yeah, that version that, of him that's can a, win. That's a fair statement. Yeah. I thought he looked great. Now he's fighting Ryan Bader next. Um, that's a good matchup for Corey Anderson, to be honest with you. It's actually a good match. It's a good matchup for Bader, too, in a way. 
But mm-hmm. I just I still think Bader's got problems cutting to one two oh five. And you know, especially during a tournament where he has gonna have to do it a couple times. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what the odds are, Marcel. But I feel like Corey Anderson might be favored there. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Ah, uh, man, they, he maybe should be, but I don't think he would be because Bader is still a Fair heavyweight enough. champion, and he was yeah. a former light heavyweight champion. Yeah. So probably not. But it's it's worth a bet, you know, if he's an underdog, you know. I, if he was, I think I might have to. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Um. Next. Or sorry, and Nemkov's going to fight the winner of. Rumble and uh, Romero. That fight's in two yeah. weeks, I believe. Yeah. It's actually fun, funny to me, you know, because I would say that you maybe want to have Romero or Rumble in the final, and you have maybe Namkov in the final, so you have an opposite bracket. But I think that Bellator was like, we want definitely Namkov against one of those two. You know what I mean? So we yeah, put them already sure. in the semis against each other. And I'm, I'm glad they did that fight, because I think Romero Johnson is the best fight in the opening round, and I think that yeah. you know, it's, it's awesome. It's going to be a great fight. Can't wait to see what happens. Um, women, women's flyweight fight. Actually, there's a comment. Yeah. Daniel says, I bet the Corey fight under 4.5. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that was a good call. That was a great call. Nice job. Um, fair and smart. She knows she needs to get released to Bellator. Yeah. She can go fight Megan Anderson again. <laughs> <laughs> women's flyweight bout. Verte Ariega, Artiega, and Desiree Yanez. Uh, yeah. Artiega wins a majority decision. I thought that's the right scorecard. Um, you know, she did, uh, land an illegal knee. I think it was legal knee. Right? Yeah. And the ref took a point, which was good. I'm glad the ref took a point right away. He didn't even screw up. He's like, you're taking a point. And she was like, okay. Man, they got to start taking points for groin shots too, I think, and eye pokes a little bit more. Marcel, take a point right away, and guys won't do it anymore. Too many people get away with it. But uh, I thought Ortega won the fight. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, Ortega definitely won the fight, in my opinion. Man, I hate eye pokes, man. Groin shots are worse, but eye pokes, man. I Once, when I was younger, I had a piece of uh, cardboard in my eye. It, uh, it, it went in my eye and I had a, like, uh, a little bit torn inside my eye. I never had that pain before, man. It's a horrible pain, you know, because you can't press on it. It gets even worse. And you, you can't do anything. You just have to heal it. And I think I had the problems with, with my eye for seven years. So, I mean, that sucks. You know, you don't want to have eye injuries. So it's pretty severe and you should take points from that. Groin uh, shots, yeah. Groin shots are maybe not really severe if they're not that hard but at the moment they hurt you know uh yes listen man if you had an awful groin shot yeah of course that kind of you can even get the surgery for it you know if it's that bad so um i agree with you and to uh, about the fight yeah i think i won the fight i think she she clearly won the fight yeah kevin if the ref has to stop the action or address if i agree with this it should be a minimum of a half point you could think half points that's interesting i don't know if they want to get involved i think it's just going to be one point or two but I know what you're saying that's an interesting one. I just think that guys get away with shots to the groin way too often and, and uh, eye pokes. But it is what it is. Because like, I'm glad the ref took the, the point for me. Okay. Um, Gotta talk, talk about this fight, man. This was the best fight in the card. This fight was, uh, I think, fight of the year, maybe. I don't know. Like, this was an amazing fight. Paul Daly, Sabaho Masi. This fight was fucking incredible. I love this fight. This was an absolute war. It reminded me of Nick Diaz versus Paul Daly. It was kind of like that a little bit. Paul Daly. The other way around this time, he he gets dropped early. He comes back and survives and wins the fight. Um, I thought this was an amazing fight. What do you think? Yeah, man. Great fight. And I knew it. I knew Paul yeah. Daly was going to put him Me away. Too. Me I too. I knew it was going to happen. So yeah. I'm glad I picked that one right. Um, because, uh, listen, man, the thing with Homasi is he, he's, not, he's absolutely not a bad fighter. I like to see him fight. But... Man, he gotta say he's kind of chinny, man. Oh, he yeah. Gets, he, he, yeah, he, he, he can get 
put away if he gets hit hard, you know. And Paul Daly got a chin on him. So, um, yeah, that's why I picked Paul Daly. I knew this was going to be a fun fight, you know. And it was a fun fight. It was a great fight. So, uh, yeah, good for Paul Daly. And yeah, he's back in the rankings now, right? So <laughs> Finally. I mean, he should have been there the whole time. You know yeah. what? Like, uh, they could do the rematch. Well, Michael Page is fighting Derek Anderson. They can't do that fight. I don't know who they're going to do. But Paul Daly is still one of the best guys in Bellator. He's great, you know. I I love watching Paul Daly fight, man. Like I'm just really sad that you know for the last ten years he hasn't been in the UFC because I think we Paul missed D- out on a lot of good fights. Yeah, Paul Daly is like that in the end that weird spot, just like Renato Babaluso Brawl, where Dana said like you will never oh, yeah. fight in the UFC again, and they never fought in the UFC again. You know what did what did Babalu do times. again? It was he he held yeah, it he held too long. That. Yeah, the yeah. choke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and what they did was bad. Obviously, like you can't punch a guy after the bell, but. Again, Jeremy Stevens shoves the guy at the weight. You can't do that either. He, you know what I mean, Marcel? Like, there's Damon doesn't, doesn't kind say of anything. a double standard. Hundred percent. Okay. Like, what was that? J- Jason High who, who pushed uh, Mulhall back then and uh, got also uh, cut from the UFC. Yeah, yeah, I remember Jason that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason High did. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this fight. This fight, man. If you bet on Julia Budd, and I know there's some people, including my boy AJ, who bet on Julia Budd. Come on, this was a really bad decision. Diana Silva won this fight, guys. She should have won as a plus 900 underdog, Marcel. I thought she easily won the fight. I thought Bud did nothing. What do you think? Yeah, man, great for my picks, but it uh, wasn't fair. You know, I <laughs> think uh, so, I think uh, Bud didn't win this fight. No. So, um, and it's pretty hard, actually, because Bud was, has been a longtime champion in Bellator. Uh, got beat by Cyborg and then comes back like this. Not good. Not good at all. So, uh, yeah, she... She remains where she is in the rankings, but th- this wasn't good, man. And uh, uh, yeah. I think uh, quality-wise, she should should have beat uh, Diana Silva. You know what I mean? But she didn't. Bro, I'm on, I'm opinion. honestly even more I'm more excited about watching Silva fight next. I am excited to watch this girl fight again. I think she's really good, Marcel. Like she has a lot of experience. She's been fighting top yeah. guys for years, man. So she's actually a very good fighter, and she proved it here. And um. I, I thought she looked. I thought she looked really good personally. So we'll see. I mean, a plus nine hundred guys. I mean that that's an amazing performance by an underdog, and she should have won the fight. Uh, talk, these fights, some of these can go through quick. Julius and Glickets, uh, easy decision win. <laughs> Steve Mowry, easy knockout win. That I I was I was yeah, watching my, my fiance. I know. I, th- I was watching my fiance go, babe. He's gonna he's gonna shoot a takedown. He's gonna get the fight to guys. He's gonna pound him out with TKO. Watch. He literally did that. I was like, see. He's like, okay, okay. You know what you're talking about. I was like, yep. Not like it matters. All like she cares. Um, uh, Gratchik Brazilian looked pretty good against Demarcus Jackson. Wins the decision there. Uh, Raymond Daniels looked. I don't know if you saw that fight. He looked amazing. He actually looked amazing. Forty years old, and he showed a complete game. He was taking this guy down, beating him on the ground, tra- passing guard, going to the crucifix, going to half guard, going to side control. Marcel, I was like, what the hell? Where did this come from? Good performance, man. I- yeah, I was actually shocked. You actually uh, said with AJ last week that Stanonik was the the no, favorite, no, no, no. right? He uh, was it the wrong uh... again? The, uh, the topology had it wrong. Raymond Daniels is always. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was shocked by, by those lines because I thought Daniels was, and you guys said it yourself as well that Daniels should have been the yeah. favorite, definitely. And uh, he was obviously did great. Uh, actually, he's more. He's actually a kickboxer, right? He's a former Bellator kickboxing champion, I think, as well. So. Um, yeah, he, he did very well, man. Complete performance and uh, yeah, probably good. the best he looks so far in MMA, I think. And his wife he is fight, that crazy knockout. His wife's fighting in one championship um, this week. Yeah, I Colby think. Northcutt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the 28. He's, yeah, he's married to Sage Northcutt's sister, which is kind of crazy, right? Because she's a lot younger than him. He's 40. I think she's like 23, maybe. 
25, something like yeah, that. So good for him. Good for him. I know that's what it's like. Good for him, man. So he's doing really good with his life, obviously. And I actually really enjoy I've always liked watching him fight. You know, he's a true martial artist. Like he is a martial yeah. artist and an MMA fighter second. And I think he's like Kung Lee kind of like one of those guys, Marcel, where they came from these like traditional striking backgrounds. I love watching this dude fight. Yeah, he's kind of a guy who should play who could play in movies as well, I think. Oh, you I agree completely. I mean? yeah. Yes, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> So I like this guy. I actually, I think he's a very exciting fighter. And what's his MMA record now? It is. It's probably not that good, right? He doesn't have that many. Nah, he's, he's not started so long ago. Yeah. Oh, it's three first. one and one. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, his first act, dude. I mean, his first fight in MMA, two thousand eight. He fought in the Melendez Thompson card of Strikeforce, and then he took off ten years and then came back and yeah, been, exactly. Since then, he's undefeated. So I mean, he's obviously an amazing striker. We all know that. So I just thought the fact that he, dude, he showed a ground game too. That was amazing for me. Like. For a guy who's 40 years old to make that improvement is incredible, guys. Like, it just shows how committed he is to martial arts. So, I, I got to give hats off to him, man. I, I thought I thought he looked outstanding. I bet Hamasi and he tried before he gassed up. Well, for, I mean, listen, he's always got a puncher's chance, that dude. He is very, very uh, powerful, but his chin is not good. He's been knocked out like six times, I think. Paul Daly yeah. would destroy a bus and really blind a fighter. Be forgiven. I had a weary parlaying, but yeah, exactly. There's no locks in, mate. That's what I say every week, guys. There's no locks in the sport. Okay. Uh, a few other fights here. Lance Gibson Jr., Marcus Surin. This fight was pretty crazy. Did you see this fight? The third round. No, was I haven't insane. seen that one. Bro, the third round was crazy. This old guy, Surin, who is like 20, 39, the other guy was 25. Um, all of a sudden, with like 30 seconds left, he, he gets the guy's back and almost choked him out. Like, it was crazy. It would have been one of the craziest comebacks of the year. This card was awesome, by the way. Uh, Carl Albertson actually picked him here for the upset, Marcel, over Victor Nemkov. Mm -hmm. Um, got the decision win. He looked pretty good. Mads Burnell. I mean, I love this guy. I told I told everyone last week in the podcast. This is the guy. But Burnell's amazing. He gets the win here. He's incredible. He should be in the UFC. And then JJ Wilson was the other guy I was telling people about. Knocks out Carvalho. They both look phenomenal. I thought it was a good card. Uh, any more thoughts on this uh, card? Yeah, I'm also happy I picked JJ Wilson. I picked him as well. So uh, very good. I also picked Mads Burnell as well. So yeah, we I think we voted very good on this card. We only I only picked. Uh, uh, son, Yakshimuradov, I didn't pick him well, but all the others we picked. So I think we did very well on this card. It was a fun card. What I, I like, I said, I haven't seen all fights, but uh, the most most of the fights I saw, and uh, they were good, you know. For sure, I also got I picked ja the Demarcus Jackson guy just because he's changed at Sanford. I was like, I have to pick him. I can't okay. pick against the guy. That didn't. It's not like I bet on the fight, anyways. Um, good for Raymond. Love seeing. Yeah, Valentina Edwards shoot their takedowns. Yeah, and again, it's not just that he's a striker shooting takedowns, guys. The guys, four. 40 years old, 40 years old and making improvements. Like that is to me absolutely incredible. So I, I was blown away. We got 10 minutes left guys. If you guys are not even 10 minutes really, but if you guys want to ask any questions, feel free to do that. Um, let me see what else there is out there. Marcel got to talk a little bit of news or something. We've got a few minutes here, guys. Uh, I mean, there's some fights. Let's go to your page and just do some fights quickly. Let's do that. All right. Now this is a good fight. I'm surprised they just they didn't rebook Riddell and uh, um, Gillespie. But nice. anyways, they re they did this fight. Drew Dober, Brad Riddell. It's a good fight. Um, yeah. Someone's gonna get probably knocked out. I would assume this stays in the feet. It's a fun fight. Dober's ranked right. He's 15 or no? Not he anymore. Might, no, he's not. Okay, so I thought. Okay, so Riddell's not. He's getting punished for getting COVID a little bit. <laughs> Doesn't get a ranked guy. <laughs> um, yeah, good fight. What do you think? Yeah, definitely a good fight, man. Fun fight. Um, yeah. 
I expect a stand-up war as well, you know. I mean, Rodell is, is a guy who loves to stand and bang. Uh, you know, Dober fights. Uh, this is going to be a good fight, man. This is a fight uh, people will uh, have uh, noticed in their agenda, you know. This is a good one. Yeah, UFC 263. Uh, let's see. Claudio Silva and Court McGee, two veterans. Loser probably gets cut, I would say, for this one. Um, yeah, close fight. I mean, basically Silva is a grappler, and then Court McGee would probably be the striker. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I think this is a difficult matchup for Court McGee, man, to be honest. I think uh, Silva has a very uh, – is actually very – people say he's overrated. I think he's underrated. Underrated, I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, he's a good fighter. He just doesn't fight too often, you know. I think that that's the thing. And uh, Court McGee, yeah, listen, man, I'm a big Court McGee fan, but he hasn't looked good lately in my opinion. So, um, yeah. I don't have, I Adam never allows me to give picks for these fights, so no, I'm not going to pick any fight, but you kind of know where I'm going, so uh, yeah. Um, Billy Quarantillo and Herbert Burns, yeah, yeah pretty good fight. Hollywood Handsome, that's a joke. I didn't know that was his nickname, that's jokes. Uh, that's yeah, listen, man. The thing is, uh, I did a, a podcast with a um, money ride fight. Oh, uh, okay, money okay, ride I see this Mac God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, he is like this dude. He said, "Listen, man, I'm not gay, but this dude is Hollywood handsome, man. You know." And I, I, I showed that to Billy, and Billy was laughing about it. So I was like, "Billy, dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call you Hollywood handsome." So everywhere where I, where I put this pose, I call him Hollywood. I hope handsome. he takes the nickname. That's, that's an fun. awesome nickname. I mean, that's great because I think yeah. he likes being called Billy Q. But this is a cool nickname. Um, <laughs> I interviewed him like last month. He was a cool dude. He was cool. Yeah, very nice. Wow, this fight. This is a fun fight, man. Chris Grootswalker and Rafa Garcia. This is going to be a good fight. Yo, I think this guy wins, though. This Rafa Garcia guy, Marcel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, yeah I agree, man. By the way, Chris Grootswalker always uh, releases a tag when I tag him in something. Maybe he's afraid somebody sees it. But What do you mean? Um, like you, you can't – you can't – oh, you can't go if to you it? If you, if you click on the, on the picture, click on the picture, which are, you see – Rafa Garcia, I tagged yeah, yeah, yeah. I also tagged Chris, but Chris uh, removed the tag. All right, well, we won't talk so, about Chris, uh, then. You don't, we don't talk about you now. So. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't have uh, any that, that uh, a grudge against him or something. Man. Maybe he's I'm afraid the UFC seasons or something, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, I prefer Rafa Garcia in this fight as well. It's a few other ones. Frevola, Camacho. Yeah, loser probably gets cut. I mean, I'm surprised they gave Camacho another fight. Aren't you? Yeah, same, man, but this fight was like book like for last year, you know, so maybe they still wanted to do that fight both, so I have no problem with it, you know. Phil Haas, Kyle Dawkins, that's a, that's, I didn't see this one. Whoa, what happened to the other fight? They just didn't book it again? That's weird. It's actually uh, funny because uh, Deron Wynn brought to Twitter that he had signed a bad agreement for July, I think July 17th to fight Phil Haas. So he's like, what the hell is going on here? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he said, I, I, I've, I signed a bar agreement and I sent it to the UFC. But uh, now I don't know what's happening. So <laughs> Fair enough. And then a couple other ones. Cameron Nelson, Aaron Phillips, loser gets cut there too. These are all loser gets cut yeah. fights. Same with this one. Medeiros and Heads. It should be a good fight. That's a good fight. Uh, Breeze Arroyo, interesting fight. Nunez Pena. This is a good fight. Oh, man, my boy Trevin Jones. He knocks this guy out. My, tre my boy Trevin Jones, Marcel. Don't pick against him, okay? He's very good. Don't pick against all him. Right. Tony Kelly's good too. Don't get me wrong; he's a tough dude. But man, I think he gets KO'd. Maybe this is a good fight. This yeah, was like last great week. fight. Yeah, this was last week. Okay, that's it. For, that's it. I think. Any other questions? Let's take a look quickly. Got like a couple minutes left. We can finish early. Um, Victor the Access TV. Yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, I prefer it on Fight Pass because like I don't have I that. Yeah, I don't have the channel, so I don't. Uh, yeah. I, it's better for me on Fight Pass. Yeah, it is leaving Fight Pass. Yeah, 
Paul, oh man, that'd be sick. I would watch that fight, bro. I really would. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do it though, but I would watch it. Anyways, let's, let's get out of here, Marcel. We'll get out of here a couple minutes early. Plug your stuff. Let's go. Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram and uh, MMADNA.nl, uh, wherever you can find it. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you want. And uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm Adam Martin, my man. Yep. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> so we'll be back tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. We'll break down the UFC 261 card. It's a great card. I can't wait to talk about it with you. I guess I still got to look at some fights. There's some there's some tough fights to pick on that card. Um, so, yeah, that'll be tomorrow. Then BJPen.com, all the news there, guys. MAOddsbreaker.com. We got a ton of stuff coming out this week. Breakdowns for the main card. Um, man, a bunch of stuff. So it's going to be busy. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be busy as hell this week. It's going to be insane. We got fans coming back. It's going to be awesome. So, Follow me on Twitter. In the meantime, guys, follow Marcel. I'll be back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern with uh, the big guy.